0: Morning, I am Simon Andrews using a synthetic voice from Amazon Polly to share an audio version of my weekly email newsletter, read the original with all the links at addictivelondon.com. Fix Insider June 2nd. Fix is supported by Guild. AI. The question of regulation picked up with the OpenAI CEO appearing in front of the Senate to propose that AI be regulated. The session went well compared to previous tech debates but actions are unclear. It's worth reading the transcript but some question the motives of Altman, is he just trying to shackle the competition? One commentator summed up the contrarian view well. If there is an existential threat posed by OpenAI and other technology companies, it is the threat of a few individuals shaping markets and societies for their own benefit. Elite corporate capture is the real existential risk, but it looks much less exciting in a headline. The FT are keen to point out their policy, with a letter from the editor on Generative AI and the FT. In the meantime everyone is trying things out and our friends at TBD have shared their thinking on how to create an effective AI policy. Merchant. The momentum at Instacart is building, we were impressed with the CEO interview we shared the other week and not surprised to see the rapid growth in their ad business. Now they have an AI product, using chat GPT and the person's shopping history to answer questions. A simple question like what's for dinner? is among the most complex for families everywhere to answer, said JJ Zhuang, chief architect at Instacart, in a statement. From decisions about budget and dietary specifications to cooking skills, personal preferences, and so much more, Ask Instacart can help customers answer all of their food questions and deliver the ingredients for the perfect meal in as fast as an hour. As Instacart demonstrates, the fast last mile sector still has legs and is morphing into a handful of advertiser-friendly firms. It's no surprise GoPuff will now take non-endemic advertisers, especially as they have a specific demographic. With weaker players being acquired or folding, those still standing need to innovate and a new report from Watchful has some interesting thinking on topics like discovery and loyalty. Theme park operator Six Flags is to trial the Amazon Just Out technology, with small kiosks offering a limited selection of drinks, food, candy and branded Six Flags merchandise like mugs and t-shirts. Like the airport locations where the tech has been used this use case makes sense, but we still see little evidence it works in the London stores using it. Business of Fashion report that retailers are still interested in in in-store tech, but we have seen few winners. As Boff states, for technology to be worth the investment in physical retail, it has to improve operations and enhance customers' in-store experiences. In the frenzy around merchant media, Snap have been quiet, but with an experienced CPG exec on the team they are looking to be involved, citing their capabilities as an angle. A retail media veteran has shared eight elements of building and scaling a retail media business. If you need any help with developing your retail-slash-merchant media business our friends at Grace have a strong offer, happy to make an intro. As the market opens up and more retailers can take ads, prices are softening with Amazon Walmart and Crateo seeing lower CPCs as Instacart and Kroger see increases. There is some range between reported CPCs but comparison is hard. As the market matures we would expect prices to settle. The dominance of Amazon worries many in the market but a Criteo exec believes there is enough money for other players, she thinks Amazon are taking around 40% of the spend. Is Taimu the future of buying things? Klarna's losses have as Swedish fintech predicts return to profit, financial times. Newtf. The rollout or the password sharing crackdown is underway and some people don't like it, but already people are finding workarounds. As the FT put it this is a necessary risk, but the worry is. If people are to cancel their subscription, they will be exposed to life without Netflix and perhaps switch to other services, she said. I think people will come back, but they may not regain their whole subscriber base. The other school of thought is that the next must-see content will attract them back. Neil Moen was instrumental in the growth of Google as an ad business and since February has been running YouTube, this Wall Street Journal profile is good. Mohan told major TV advertisers during an annual presentation at New York City's Lincoln Center this month that YouTube is in the middle of a generational shift in video creation and consumption. More people are making short videos on smartphones, artificial intelligence is making it easy to instantly edit those clips, and young TV watchers are increasingly tuning into YouTube videos, he said. YouTube is a place where all formats should thrive, Mohan said in one of two interviews with the Wall Street Journal. We are not going to be about one format or the other. It's clear that Moen was a fierce advocate of the NFL deal with the Sunday ticket, and it seems he is a basketball fan, so likely to be interested in the NBA rights which expire in 2025. Yet in the Bloomberg review of the rights and likely bidders, YouTube doesn't get mentioned in a list of potential bidders. Sports is so integral to the future development of Nuke this YouGov white paper on the global sports media landscape is a good read. The best case study for sports and TV is Sky but times are proving hard for them, they plan to shed workers. I finally ditched Sky last week, a new Sony TV has free view and streaming now dominates or viewing. And the Now app let us watch Succession and I am sure I will be paying to watch Leeds exploring rundown parts of the UK next season. But talking of Succession is the next big drama and media all about News Corp? We don't know who takes over from Rupert or what direction they could go in. This Vanity Fair article from a few months back is a good guide to the family and the issues. Free, ad-supported TV startup Telly announced a deal with DirecTV and more than 100,000 sign-ups, see the 18-page pitch deck it used to raise its seed round. In the piece on Sky it says the Sky Glass sales have been disappointing, maybe there is something to learn from the Telly launch? AdTech With advertising in flux, Twitter is outsourcing at monetization to AdTech, Digiday. Fix friend Erfond D ASMI on leveraging attention data to drive better outcomes. How Disney and YouTube are experimenting with AI and video advertising, at age. Agencies. Various businesses have announced, or hinted at, reducing workforce as AI takes over aspects of work. IBM see that 30% of back-end roles could be redundant and have stopped hiring in those roles. BTC 10K roles being replaced by AI. So what about the agency world? As Rex Woodward puts it in his piece on opening the floodgates of production? What happens when everyone is armed with production tools that make even the least talented among us able to produce gorgeous creative works? What tools will become our go-to tools for production? As we have covered, all the big platforms are rolling out AI tools to optimize ads. Eric Suford covers the implications. The compression of creative iteration timelines will simply put upward price pressure on auction mechanics as real-time creative optimization automates away the last non-monetary lever for improving campaign performance: creative but many agencies have let their role degrade over the years, from architects to builders, and relied on production to make them money. How do they react? WPP have shown admirable timing, announcing a deal with chip maker NVIDIA just as that firm hit the headlines and a dollar trillion valuation. Their collaboration on a content engine sounds similar to the work S4 Capital and others have been doing on Unreal Engine from Epic Games. WPP CEO Reed said the technology would be fundamental to WPP's business, added that clients are seeing ways of rapidly reducing the cost of production, to match the demands of new channels. But can they connect the data to the creative in the way Meta or Google can? Without the data you don't know the value. Maybe the architect can leave that to the platforms and add value in other ways? VCCP have launched an AI creative agency called Faith, largely populated by VCCP people. Accenture have shared their playbook for advertising, modestly headlined as a game-changer for advertisers. Perhaps the most interesting move is the Brandtech Group, formerly known as You and Mr. Jones, acquiring Jellyfish, fulfilling their ambition to make media a key part of their offer. Jellyfish is a remarkable business that grew by being very close to Google and blending media chops with their own tech. Without the analog baggage that slows the other ad-holding companies, they are well-positioned. Plus Plus TikTok is testing an in-app AI chatbot called Taco, Tech, Crunch. Mobility giant Bolt likely to acquire rival tier in weeks, sifted. Instagram now allows for ads in search results via its marketing API. Turn ideas into music with MusicLM, Google. The fall of Vice, private equity's ill-fated bet on media's future, FT. Why is Apple taking a bite out of banking? The 77% threshold, Seth's blog. Google invests in AI startup runway to wrest cloud business from AWS, the information. Meta threatens to yank news content from California over payments bill, Reuters. Facebook parent in talks with magic leap over augmented reality deal, financial times. The power of community. Get closer to prospects and customers to generate insights, leads and increase loyalty. Host your own professional group or network on the Guild community platform. No ads, branded to you, full data access, API slash integrations etc. 6,000 plus organizations using Guild. Find out more and book a demo at HTtps colon//guild.co/.